sun was shining brightly at Fatima. She squinted her eyes, scanned left and right, and finally found her grandma. She ran to her. Save me, save me! Ami wants me to do more homework. I don't want to. It's so boring. Grandma smiled. Well, what do you want to do? I want to be a superhero who can fly with dreams coming out of my eyes. Grandma laughed. <laughs> What's stopping you, my child? Fatima frowned. I can't fly. And do you see any rays around here? Hmm. There are rays all around you. You can even see some of them. Like sun rays and a laser pointer. But did you know that there are some rays around here that you can't even see? What? Fatima asked in shock. Yes. Do you know there are rays inside the microwave that warms up your food? And um, what did the doctor do when your brother broke his arm playing football? Mm, X-ray! Rays! Wait, so I can become a superhero? Hmm, not so fast, little one. Some of these rays are even dangerous. Actually, um, you know what? I have a story for you about a woman who spent her entire life exploring these rays. She was like a superhero and she didn't think homework was boring at all. Fatima sat down to listen. Hi there, tiny explorers. Aruj here. Welcome to the Science Fuse podcast, where we explore some of the most mind-boggling questions of the universe and try to make science fun, accessible, and relevant for everyone. Today, we're talking about a woman who gave her entire life to rays. The scientist that I'm talking about was the first woman to ever receive one of the highest awards in science, the Nobel Prize. Not just that, she was also the first scientist to ever receive two of them. But the rays that she was exploring turned out to be so dangerous that they took her life. This scientist is Marie Curie. Marie Sklodowska was born in 1867 in Poland. She loved reading books, and not just the ones with the stories, but ones with math and science as well. She loved going to school as well and worked very hard on her homework. But as she grew up, life became harder and harder. Her mother passed away, her father lost his job, but despite all of this, she kept on working so hard in school that she was one of the best students there. Eventually, she finished school with some of the best grades they had ever seen. With grades like that, she thought she could get into any university she wanted. So she went to the best of the best, the University of Warsaw. But guess what happened when she went to get her admission? They said to her, Huh, university for a girl? You must be out of your mind. You see... At the time, girls weren't allowed to go to university in Poland. People thought 
that it was silly to send girls to get an education. Oh, how wrong they were. In fact, girls getting an education was illegal, and if a girl was found studying, she would be thrown in jail. However, not even the threat of jail time could stop our Mary from studying. She got together with her friends and joined a secret university for people who were brave enough to dream and achieve things in life. They named it Floating University because they used to sneak out to each other's houses and the university would float from one house to another. Wherever the students went was where the university went. And this is how Mary kept studying. But Mary and her sister wished for more. They wanted the freedom to study and get their official degrees. They heard that there was a university in France called Sorbonne, where women studied alongside the men. Sadly, they couldn't afford to study there as they didn't have any money. Just like Mary hadn't given up when she faced hardships before, she decided to find a solution to this problem as well. So she made a deal with her sister, Bronia. While Bronia traveled to France and studied in the university, Mary worked very hard, doing several jobs and studying. They paid Bronia's university fees with the money that Mary had earned, and then Bronia would use her new medical degree to get a job and make money so that Mary could join her in France and study in peace. By this time, Mary was fascinated by science and was determined to pursue it. She said that it was like she had entered a whole new world of science and she was finally allowed to explore it as far and wide as she wanted. So now, both sisters could continue their studies and get real degrees. Mary was so in love with science that she decided to study even more and got master's degrees in two different sciences, maths and physics. But this came at a price. While she was studying, Mary didn't have enough money to afford lots of food. Often, she had to survive only on bread and tea all day. This was why she often got very sick. Anyway, after she finished her master's degrees, she started working with a number of scientists, exploring the world of science and its untold secrets. She also worked with a scientist called Mr. Pierre Curie and got married to him. Both Mr. and Mrs. Curie would do experiments in their lab all day. One day, while working in the lab, Mary found some papers written by her previous teacher. She found some very interesting things in them, written about... Guess what? That's right, some special rays. He had thought that some rocks gave out special rays that we cannot see, but only if you put them in a dark place after putting them in the sunlight first. He thought that they would absorb the sunlight and emit the rays later. And he was kind of right for the most part. He was using a very sensitive paper that gets marks wherever any kind of ray touches it, whether we can see it or not. One day, he set out to do his experiment and realized that there was no sunlight that day. Oh no, what am I supposed to do now? Hmm, I know, 
I will take a break today. I'll rest now and do the experiment when the sun comes out. He put his sensitive paper and rocks in the drawer and went to sleep. The next day, he woke up, opened the drawer, and was shocked. He saw that the rocks had left marks on the paper even without being put in sunlight. He scratched his head in confusion. This meant that this special kind of rock did not need sunlight and that rays came from within it? But how? What was going on? Mary read all of this and made another decision. She was going to find out why these rocks give off rays one way or another. Pierre, her husband, left whatever he was doing to help Mary. And this is how Mr. and Mrs. Curie started working on it right away. After a few years, Mary finally proved the reason why special rays came out of those rocks. Not just that, Mr. and Mrs. Mary also discovered two new elements from these rocks, which scientists didn't even know about. They call these elements polonium and radium. Mary also gave a name to this idea that some elements could give out rays by themselves. She called it radioactivity, a name that is still used today. When all this news reached everyone else, they were so amazed by their discovery that they decided to award them the biggest prize in the world of science, a Nobel Prize. But do you know the shocking part? They decided only to give the Nobel Prize to Mr. Henry and Mr. Curie. They ignored Mary's contribution and didn't acknowledge her at all, just because she was a woman. Just like she hadn't been allowed to study in her country, she hadn't been given the prize that she deserved. When Mr. Curie learned about this, he became very angry. He decided to stand up to the world and said, this is wrong. Mary worked just as hard on this experiment, if not more than me and Henry. She should be given the Nobel Prize as well. Scientists reluctantly understood what he was saying, so they awarded the Nobel Prize to Mary as well. Oh boy, Mary did so many things. I could go on and on talking about them all day. She worked and worked, and she won a second Nobel Prize. And also, she wasn't just a scientist who spent her days experimenting in the lab. When the World War happened in 1914, it was very hard to get the soldiers who got hurt at war to the hospitals. So Miss Marie Curie made a new kind of portable X-ray machine that could be loaded into trucks. She even taught 150 women how to use them. They would drive out to the areas at war and help the soldiers. These extra machines were called little cuties. This way, Mary gave her entire life to science. Not only was she the first woman to ever win a Nobel Prize, she was also the first person to have won two of them. After Mr. Curie, who was a professor at the university, passed away, his job was taken over by Miss Marie Curie, which made her the first woman professor at Sorbonne University. She was famous 
all over the world because of her excellent work. And all the scientists wanted just one chance to work with her. All the reporters wanted to interview her and everyone wanted a picture with her. Mary continued her research until the very end. Because of her hard work, Mary was invited to conferences all over the world with well-known scientists, one of whom was Albert Einstein. In many of these conferences, Mary was the only woman too. Remember when she wasn't allowed to study at a university in Poland? Well, she proved them wrong. And when the government of Poland realized the amazing work that she was doing, they begged her to come back. Please, please, Miss Mary, come back to Poland, they said. But she stayed in France and built a huge institute where people, men and women alike, could find out more about radioactivity. So you see, despite all the challenges that she faced, Mary worked hard, believed in herself, and overcame all the hurdles with courage. Even when she wasn't allowed to go to university, she didn't have any money. She kept working hard and studying in secret. And even after she had studied, everyone ignored her role in such huge discoveries. This still did not discourage her. She never thought of giving up, even in the most difficult times. And she certainly never thought of skipping homework. Fatima was delighted with the story. But you said those days are dangerous. Oh, yes. But Mary didn't know that. We learned much later that the radioactive rays that Mary was working with are actually very dangerous for humans, Grandma explained. You can see the machines that she used to work with in a museum in France, but you can't touch them because they still give out these radioactive rays. 